What's up? Editing McCoy here. Um, sorry we're a week late on this episode. Uh, I was really sick, and you'll hear it in the episode, and I'm already sorry for that. There's so many coughs and sniffles, and oh boy. Um, and I can't even hear out of my left ear right now, so I was hoping to like edit this podcast when I could actually hear. So if it sounds like absolute trash, just forgive me. Um, also, I'm going to mention that we start with a little bit of Craig, which is just a little bit of our pre-show, which is normally like a sacred space that we don't really share, but obviously there's nothing crazy here, but we just sort of show it because James was super delayed, and it was just, it was throwing us for a loop and just adding to the weirdest energy, so we wanted to include it for you guys, but uh, yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll see you around. And then we'll clap sync in three, two, one. Mcoy saying no. okay right there really threw me off. And also that... Like, wait, wait, wait. That <laughs> delay? I'm telling you it's James. I'm telling you it's James. He's been delayed on, on laughter in the pre-show. And it's not his fault, but I think it's his internet. I think we got to rejoin. We got to rejoin? We got to okay, rejoin. I'm telling you. Stop. Wait, okay, hold on. Hold on. Stop the recording. Okay. Let's watch, watch this. Watch this. James, I want you alone to clap. Do the clap sync. And just hear this. No, no. Fucking... <laughs> Someone has to count down for him. That's so Wait, stupid. Right, what count. the here fuck? Here we go. Wait. James, on, on. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, okay. one, clap. Like, look Jesus. at that. That's pretty good. Cool. Look at that. Okay. Nailed okay. that shit, dude. You, you fucking right, nailed right. it, dude. I'm stopping the recording. I'm deleting. All right. Uh, so are we all wait, leaving in what? Rejoining? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. We got to leave the Discord call. Did I not nail that shit? It was like seconds. <laughs> you nailed it, buddy. <laughs> I mean, look, you nailed it. Too. It was it was seconds off. It was crazy. Your like, it was, oh my god, did not. Oh, it was pretty off. However, I, the comedic <laughs> timing was beautiful. <laughs> true, 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 true. true. <laughs> okay, so we're <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode, guys. It is. Can it we? Is. I'm. I'm gonna send this shit to McCoy. We should. We should be sending this to McCoy. <laughs> we have it in Craig. I guess we have. Yeah, it we have Craig. it in Craig. Too. Can you take Craig out and then fuck? Not. Not. not, not yeah. Now. You want me? To, you want me to take Craig out? Yeah, take Craig out in? and then send me that little section. And okay, we'll see if we can okay. like put that in the beginning. Great idea. Okay, and then we'll clap sync in three, two, one. Wow, we accept it. We accept okay. it. Okay, accept okay. It. we're letting it happen. Here we go. Listen, it's never perfect, but like, what we j- hopefully, dude, Craig shows this properly, like our other recording. But dude, James's delay was so intense before this, <laughs> and we were just recognizing because like, we would say some shit, and then James would laugh like in the most ridiculous like time afterwards, but then really intensely. But then that would make us laugh because it's fucking ridiculous. But then he would have to like wait three seconds to fucking hear that, and then he would start laughing, and it was just like. We were in this like endless laugh cycle. Mm. I don't know how to describe it, but <laughs> I think I've lost my mind. McCoy honestly. can fix it in post, and by that I mean it's in God's hands. <laughs> it shouldn't be fixed, bro. It, it is our reality. Yeah. You know. Um, listen, I was nailing okay, wait, no all niceties. the timing uh, oh, on my end, and um, you know, apparently my end was three seconds or so behind the rest of the world. <laughs> Which you were yeah. nailing it for us, but in a very different way. <laughs> True. Well said. Well okay. said. But now, yes. no niceties. Okay. We have gathered here today <laughs> as the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming podcast yeah. to thank our fans finally because they keep writing to us and we oh. can't respond to them on Spotify. And I said I was going to do it and I'm doing it. So, okay. Hello, fans who are out there and who are And are write totally to not us, us right again. <laughs> no, wait, but they, they're legit. They're actually not. 
Well, we don't know that for sure. If it's someone's mom, they're doing a really good job hiding it. Bro, if it's someone's mom, shout out to that person's mom. <laughs> I mean, really, they've taken on a whole other persona in order yeah. to write to us. And they okay. really listen. Yeah. What if I'm Jackie totally... on Spotify is just McCoy talking to himself? You mm. know, in, yes. in, you know, theme for the McCoy podcast where James McCoy, Elena McCoy, Gabe McCoy, and Zoe McCoy talk to McCoy McCoy. Then we have Jackie McCoy, oh who yes. just writes <laughs> yes. a horrifying yes, podcast dude. lore where we are all just figments of McCoy's imagination. I he slowly loses his mind. Look, you come here for a video game and you stay here for the lore. Okay. That's right. You can hear and McCoy's some... voice is fucked up from doing my voice too much. <laughs> exactly. I, I couldn't maintain the sort of rough graveliness. I love it. He's not actually sick. He's just, yeah. Although it's really impressive he can still do me and Zoe. Flawlessly. Yeah. yeah. No, so th- I did want to mention that before you get to the thanking the fans, um, but not an intrusion enough to stop that process, but rather just to say, yes, it is true. I'm sick as shit. And it will be audible. And I apologize. And uh, if I do what Elena did last week, or was it two weeks ago? It was last week. Where I just disappear off the face of the planet and then like come back for like the end of the podcast. I'm sorry. During the recording last week, I discovered that I was a lot sicker than I had originally thought. Yes. It was like during, you can like Mm. feel it happen during the podcast. I start out strong and then as the podcast goes on, I like sink into my chair. I'm like, I think I'm dying. Um. This is not neither here nor (coughs) Oh God. Okay. (laughs) This is neither here nor there. Um... I lost my emojo. Thanking Basically, the fans. Thanks, fans, for writing to us on Spotify. We see you. We fucking share your comments around in the in our Discord. They bring us joy. There's a lot of heart we sometimes reactions. Sometimes we think they're funny. So yeah. many heart reactions. That's true. So many laughing faces. And um, I would like to, in particular, respond to Jackie this week. Okay. Who, thank you for thinking that we are hilarious. And um, we're so glad that you enjoyed last Starfield episode where we trashed it again. Because just, we are going to trash it again this episode. Which That's we understand true. that this episode is about Cyberpunk, the DLC. Yeah. However, it has already been foretold. We will once again be trashing Starfield. So enjoy. I don't like that. You can leave. But yeah, yeah, like- Starfield is fresh on the mind. We've <laughs> all been through... A spiritual journey of Starfield. Yeah. Except for Gabe, yeah. who was the only one smart enough not to play that game. I told you. I told you. <laughs> yeah, you and, did. And Gabe, you more did importantly, more importantly, the fans recognize that you told us because yes. I think there's some people who are just like Gabe was so right and that Starfield just feels met <laughs> or something them, like that. Yes. Yes. But you gotta understand, okay, here's what you think, right? Okay, so we recorded like three Starfield episodes, and by the end, we were like Oh, God. At least I was, like, in my head, like, can I really trash this game more? And I was trying to do the whole, which I do like to have caveats of, like, mm-hmm. hey, if you're enjoying a game, don't let me convince you that you're not. If you are, you are. Like, that's what you're here to do. That's what we're all here to do. You know, but here's my opinion sort of thing, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, like, God, I don't know if I can trash this game for a third time in a row. And then Jackie just comments, like, I love hearing you guys check, like, crash this game or trash this game. And I'm just like, thank you. Like, I feel like I, I needed that wind in my sails in that moment. I was starting to, like, slide mm-hmm. out. My man got a second know? wind. <laughs> I got a second wind, so I proceeded to immediately get super sick. Um, <laughs> but, you know. All right. Dare we fucking actually... Oh. Okay, well, I have one more thought. Okay. Okay. I think we should potentially actually vaguely spoiler alert this thing. Because we're going to discuss the new Cyberpunk DLC, Phantom okay. Liberty, up to the Chimera fight. And a little after. Which, if you don't know what that is, like, it's not spoilers to know that it happens, but, like, don't Google it. It's a, That's a spoiler. But we will not discuss after. We will, however, probably talk about all of the original Cyberpunk. So if for any reason you don't want any right. of that spoiled, you've been warned. Get out now. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. See you later. And, and also, Done. I think the context of this as well is a lot about the new systems and stuff in the game as well. So that's not exactly a spoiler, but... 
just under people understanding what the focus of this is it's some into the dlc and a lot about just sort of what cyberpunk is now so. yeah a lot of like stuff that changed in update 2.0 <laughs> yeah right. exactly yeah fuck yeah they okay. changed a lot someone it's, else take the floor it, the, which is a good thing <clears throat> yeah well and so this is this is an interesting like we are kind of in this weird territory right now because this is probably the first game that we have played in the past and now we are revisiting it with like updates and like you know system updates and whatnot um yeah. i don't feel like we do this with a lot of the games like listen we we get right in sometimes being like yo you guys need to check out risk of rain 2 again right and, like, yes. revisit it and it's i like, was just thinking about that we're always just kind of like yeah maybe and then we get like backlogged with like a bunch of stuff that we would you know do so we don't often revisit games and I mean, there's reasons why we re revisited Cyberpunk. Uh, for one thing, yes, the DLC came out. I was going to say, would you um, really have revisited it just for update 2.0? You know, I, I revisited it for 1.0. So, oh. like, I probably would have for 2.0 <laughs> as well. But that's that's me. But for the podcast, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but for the podcast, probably I mean, that's fair, we, yeah. we would not have done that. No, but actually no. revisits, I feel like now, are something I'm thinking about as something that is possible like i feel like has opened my mind to this concept of like if there was games we wanted to return to if there was value to do so i could see it now like we've kind of had a long enough history that we could do that sort of thing mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I, I think it's kind of a new avenue but but yeah and so like gardens like, between revisited coming next week <laughs> oh god, god it's exactly no. the fucking same <laughs> no uh starseed pilgrim revisited like no fuck that. like Honestly. after the journey is over like what do we think about the shire at the beginning of the journey you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no but like what i think is really worth noting here before just as we set the stage a little bit for this especially because i'm going to do my best to get my energy out of the way and then just die but it's like there was a lot of hype for this dlc there was a lot of hype for 2.0 and there was a lot of just like buzz i would say thumbnails coming out with collages of reviews and just like people on twitter i'm sure saying stuff i wouldn't know but other people probably would clickbait and thumbnail nails coming out showing yes. pan am scantily clad oh uh, true good point it is always a scantily clad pan am oh uh, and it's like you'll never believe what's inside and i'll be like <laughs> it's just like not I what's in the thumbnail i can guarantee that <laughs> <laughs> and it's like all the mod packs you know for like fallout and like starfield and cyberpunk they're always just like they put like a nude mod like but like censored on the front and then it's just like so they added this world war ii gone to the game and you're just like, <laughs> like 20 minutes sitting there like the fuck am i watching but i just wanted to like set the stage of like this was supposed to be the redemption arc and we'll talk about whether it is or isn't and all that is is all fair game for the podcast of course but i i would say it was unmistakable and unmissable that there was hype for this and that people were saying it's good. And so I feel like that spurred us to give it another look. Like, I think it sort of like was interesting and we were like, well, we want to see for ourselves. And then I want to sort of start that as the stage and then add on top of it, at least the first moment of my experience, which I imagine some of us have shared, which is, damn, there's a lot of fucking excitement, like buying the DLC, downloading it. Okay. It's just a little bit after Starfield and that's going to be hard, but I think I'll reset and get into it. And then it's like the most and perks moment when you jump in the game and literally mm. everything is different and that's great and you know it's great but you also don't know what the fuck is going on and you're like sitting there and every menu is different and you're like oh uh oh like was that the you know slide into epicness that i was looking for like okay so i'm just curious if other people had that experience but at least for me it was like oh there's a lot i'm gonna need to 
think about here to get myself sorted. Not saying it's good or bad, but just saying it it wasn't like start the roller coaster on moment one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be oh, honest. I, mean- I At first, I felt that way. I was like, oh, there's going to be a lot of stuff and we have to look at and it's going to be all different. It really wasn't that much. Yeah. All I pretty it. much did was just redo my perks and that was it. Okay, so you didn't. Did you worry about cyberware or anything like that? You were just like, fuck it. No. Got it. I ended up doing the exact same build, essentially. Got it. Gabe, did you. I, I think it's also important to maybe clarify as well. So, Gabe, did you um, do a pre made level 15 character or did you start the game new entirely? No, I just used my old character. You, you did an old your old character with a save? Like yeah, so I just came save. in at level 50. Okay. Right, so you're strong. Oh, damn, spot. you're level 50? Yeah, yeah, so he's got some perks. 60 now? Talking- Holy. Damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, McQueen and I were talking about this the other day, because I am level 29, and I'm using the character that I ended the game on. And I was, McQueen was like, you're only level 29? That seems low. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some people are. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. 60 is higher. That's cool. 60 is like MMO numbers, bro. That's yeah. like vanilla WoW shit. You well, it's I mean? also the, the max level now. Got it. Ah. James, what did you do? I'm curious. Did you just use your old character or did you do one of the, the level 15s? I used my old character. Um, <clears throat> I assumed that I could just like jump in and like have my abilities and whatever. And I didn't even like mm-hmm. look at the screen. I was like, yeah, yeah, new perks. Okay, whatever. Um, and just like clicked through that and didn't actually look at the menus at all. And then got into a fight and was like, what the fuck am I doing? I can't remember anything about how this mm-hmm. game works. <clears throat> um, and kind of slowly figured that out, realized that I had no abilities. Um, and uh, and then like finally went in after about an hour um, to fix all that shit, go through that. Yeah. So, and so this is just, I think, part of the experience, it feels like. Yeah. And that's okay. And there's a reason why they, they released a build calculator you know website tool you could use which i did use actually um and i would just advise bro to the audience if you haven't jumped in yet you can watch these like youtube videos Mm -hmm. where people will just go over the new features and if you've seen the old game i think that to me like got me there that makes sense like mentally because otherwise you're just like literally what is happening because for me it was like oh my god there's like random car chases that happen in the world and i don't know how to pull out my gun fuck yeah and i'm like looking around like how do i shoot these people i just want to shoot these people shit and they're like killing me and i'm just sort of like and it's like i just flatline immediately it's like huh yeah that's exactly the narrative i was going for in my head but (laughs) all right i i got into a firefight and i was like i'm pretty sure there was something to do with like hacking people what button is that and then i just like started mashing and i couldn't figure it out and then i died Yeah, I definitely had a similar experience, too, because I didn't look at any of, like, the pre-release perk stuff or, like, the ch- I didn't look at any of the changes. I yeah. didn't look at the patch notes. I just booted it up. Um, I couldn't – I also hadn't played since I had finished the game, like, when we originally played it, what, like, a couple couple years ago, at least, three years ago? Yeah, December 2020. Ago, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And so, like, I genuinely just thought that I didn't remember things. Like, things would be different, and I'd be like, weird, I don't remember that at all. Like, I looked at the perk page, and I was like, huh, that's different that I remember it. And then, like, that one I at least, like, queued in on. But a lot of the smaller changes, I just thought I didn't remember until I watched a video 
with McCoy of like what the changes were. And I like the whole time I already played like three hours and I was like, oh my God, I'm using that gun. It's, it totally is burst fire now. I really thought it wasn't like all these things came together for me. Um, so yeah, highly suggest the video. I think the one that we recommended, I maybe we could find it's like by Juicehead or whatever. We could, we could dig it up, but it's not that it's like the best video ever, but just also like the content train <coughs> out hard for cyberpunk. So like there's a lot of garbage you yeah. have to sift through to find. You want to find someone who's like in the cyberpunk community who's given a fuck at all. You want to find someone who like might be in the Fallout 4 community too and has done mob videos. At least that's the direction I went. Um, can I, before I forget and before we get like farther into this, can I ask a kind of uh, out there I can it's not out there it's not that out there it's a very relevant question but i'm curious um first of all zoe did you use like level 15 or did you use your original character no so i actually started a second playthrough back in february right i mm. believe i started a second playthrough after the, the 1.0 update or i think it was when the edge runners update after the anime on netflix came out um okay. i started a second playthrough from there with the full intention of getting a character prepared for the DLC in September. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, not under, not realizing that along with that was going to become a 2.0 update and also just change a bunch of things. Right. But, um, yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a little bit of like a, I guess, a shorter window between when I stopped playing and when this DLC came out. But I mean, still, it's like yeah. I booted up my character from February and I was like, yeah, how... how I, I know to press tab to scan things, and that's basically it. <laughs> Which is a nice advantage. Yeah. So then, okay. I think Sorry. then that my my question is for James and Gabe. Okay. Because it sounds like James, Gabe, and me all used the character that we beat the game on mm-hmm. to play this DLC and to play the 2.0 update. So my question is, at what point did you guys get put back in the game? Like, when you hit continue or you loaded your most recent save where were you in the game like what did what was the first thing that you played i was at the uh like the memorial place up on the hill yeah as uh v controlled by johnny just before you get on the bus and the guy's like oh you forgot your guitar yeah huh Mm -hmm. because james i guess where were you I don't fucking know, dude. It was just like okay, so it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't any. It wasn't a story beat at all. It was just like, all right, you're in a place. Uh, here's some quest logs and shit. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, because around the corner from the DLC, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Interesting. You just like loaded in a dog tag. You're like, perfect. Yeah, That's pretty great. much. It was like. There were like four different quests, and I was like, I wonder which one is the. Oh, that one looks like it might be it. Like, mm-hmm. actually, I don't even know if it was. Like, I, I, I remember thinking, oh, I'll just do this quest before figuring out what's the DLC. Like, I'll do this quick quest to, like, re-understand the game systems, and then it just like didn't <laughs> stop. <laughs> And I was like, oh, is this the DLC? What's going on? <clears throat> yeah. So. So, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Elena, you're asking this question, but I can see on your face you're asking it because where I'm did trying you to, spawn? Well, so I'm trying to find out what people experience because where I spawned in was in the airlock on, if I mean, it, dep- it depends on what ending you got, right? Like clearly mm. Gabe and I got different endings, but I, and I, I spawned, I started at the very end of the game where you're in the airlock 
saying like your final goodbyes as you go out into space, which it is, it's like a whole thing. Like the music starts, which it sounds like is similar to Gabe where like you're at, they put me in clearly in like the last save that I had had before I, the game ends. But so they put you in and I played like, I didn't quite remember what was happening, but the more I played, the more I was like, I think this is like the end of the, I think it's like a really emotional end of the game. So yeah, I got like you like I like left the airlock and like floated off into space and like the credits rolled and like was the end of the game. That awful ending. Yeah, and then <laughs> wait, it not that the yeah? Which ending is that? Is that the one where you're like going, you're getting uploaded or whatever? That's the one where you go to rob the space casino. Oh. Yeah. You're just, like, taking, like, one crazy last mission because you're probably going to die. And I think it's, like, maybe implied that you are dying as the mission is happening because, like, you start taking on what appears to be space air. I'm not totally sure. Huh. What ha- Again, I haven't played the full game for a really long time. So it, it was just a bizarre re-entry into the world where, like, because you – I played, and it sounds like Gabe did, like, the last 10 – like, the emotional last 10 minutes of the entire Cyberpunk <laughs> game. And then it's just, like – it does like end credits, music, 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 and then it's like Thank you for playing. And it makes that like cyberpunk noise. And it's like, you finished the game. Wanna go back for one last mission? Like you can go back in and like it puts it'll throw yeah, you back that. in before the last mission. So obviously I Got clicked it. on that. But it just it was my like one well, one, we had just finished playing Starfield. So I came into this game treating it like it was Starfield, so treating it with absolutely zero respect. And so it did that to me, and I was like, oh fuck. Like, no one thought about this, that this was going to be what happened to a lot. I bet there's a lot of people out there, which is why I was asking you guys. Like, I bet there's a lot of people who are loading into it again for the the first time, having to play the end sequence of the game as their first experience and be like, what the fuck is this? So, that's just a side note. My my ending uh, was the one where you're just, you you accept Arasaka's offer. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember being very satisfied with the ending that I got. And I remember, like, most of you guys not being satisfied with the endings that you got. <laughs> I liked my yeah. ending. Or endings. I did two of them. Um, but I think, I think Elena's is definitely, like, the most half-assed, in my opinion. Yeah. And it, yeah, it wasn't even so, because, again, like, I don't. I guess I don't really remember it was kind of my point too of like it was just a shitty place to get loaded in to start the DLC. Mm. Um, I wish they had put me back in at I mean, I don't know how they would have known, I guess. Maybe it's just an inherent flaw in their system, but it was a very odd first thirty minutes of the game. I think to they play probably that. intended for you to make a new character or do a pre made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Anyways, that was like my, it just, that's how my playtime started. And it was super weird. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then you're and like, then, and the skill tree's in you're like, well, fucking Well, because right. then I loaded in and was like, what the fuck was that? And I was in full Starfield mode. And then I just started rolling. And it was like, hey, all the perks have, like, you know, because of whatever that message is that pops up being like, because of major changes, like, all of your perk points have been removed so you can redistribute them. And I was like, I'll look at that for a second. I put in six perk points and was like, fuck this shit. I don't know what this is. And I played the next six hours with six perk points. Mm. I just ref- I just didn't do it. I didn't fuck with anything. Um, Bold choice. Yeah. It was fine. But definitely, look, I'm not saying that's the right choice. Um, it's very you, though. It is very, it is very like, 
yeah it is very me so <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's a hard problem that they have to like take people from all over the different places mm-hmm. and put it back together like maybe they could mm-hmm. have had some sort of like window before that that sort of was like trying to explain it to you um i know at least for me i was like i think the one person who actually did start a new character and then used the like jump feature that i had been told of like oh it'll take you to like a reasonable point to start the dlc so it starts with like level 15 or whatever (coughs) and you just have some guns (coughs) and you have some perks and you can where does it dump you story wise yeah good question uh i don't exactly know hmm like, because I haven't actually followed any of the story. Like, I know, like, a lot of the side quests that I remember are still there. So it's, like, I, I think it's sort of, like, in the middle. Hmm. Okay. Uh, like, I, is Jackie, is Cyberpunk Jackie, not Spotify Jackie? Sorry, Jackie. Yeah, sure, <laughs> is is Jackie that. dead for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's past the prologue okay. and stuff like that. I think it's, like, yeah, I want to say it's, like, Takamura stuff. I don't know. I, I'll, I, I'll look oh, into okay. this and actually yeah, know it'd be, it'd be better. Um, but I tried to, like, sort of... It was very fucking bizarre to me because it's like, they're like, people are hitting me up for shit that I like remember. It's like really odd, Mm -hmm. but it's like in the middle of it though. And it's not like I have inklings of where I left off. Like I have literally no idea because I did not leave off there. And so it is just bizarre um, to me at least, but you can go into Dogtown because that quest is there. Um, And I did this because I wanted to do female V because I remember part of the reason why everyone hated their fucking endings is because... They had to fucking listen to Male V the whole time. And I, I just remember I was, like, watching these fucking, these really cool, like, build videos because I was trying to get inspired about, like, what you should do in the game. And we'll talk more about that later in terms of build. But it was just, like, people doing really epic shit. And then it was, like, continuing the mission afterwards. And it would be, like, V, like, jacking into something and, like, Male V and saying shit. And it was just, oh, so awful. Like, it was just so awful. And I just, like, it started to exist in my mind of, like, Oh yeah, I kind of remember the like I'm gonna die, man. Like oh no, like I kind of remember that. I was like oh, could that have been why I didn't like? And of course, like I was talking about like oh the female bee is like way better, and I'm like oh, okay. I think I'm actually gonna try it. I'm like looking at the the picture for Phantom Liberty, and that's the like female V on the front. And I'm just like I think they're trying to say something here. She's in all the trailers, right? Like I feel like mm-hmm. there's a message. I think I'm picking it up. So I, I think the into, message like, is that male V was on the cover for the original. Uh-huh. But like he he sucked, bro. I mean, Does it was like suck? it was a little bit cringe in the original game, I'm gonna be honest. I have I have a long list here of gripes and things I love. And one of the things I actually wrote down under love is male V is redeemed in my eyes. Oh, see that's hey. nice. That's really great. <laughs> I think you did a phenomenal good. job. See, that's yeah, I, fucking awesome. I haven't had any complaints so far, actually, um, <clears throat> with Male V in the DLC. He's grown from his, I'm gonna, don't, don't let me die, Doc. Oh, <laughs> God. It just, like, everything, it just, it just, oh, God. But, yeah, so, like, I, that's what I did is I restarted. And then I, like, spent some time marinating on, like, what my build should be. You know, I really thought about mm-hmm. it, because, at least for me, like, if, we, if we're willing to go into people's builds, I'm actually really curious to hear what people did. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm fine. I assure you. I'm fine. Uh, but like there was a lot of like... The constructs in your brain. Oh I my see. God. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, like, I'm like taking a shower and then I'm coughing up blood and shit. And I'm like looking back and I was like, I wasn't taking the shower. Somebody used contagion blood. on McCoy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, someone needs to reboot my optics, bro. 
Um, but so like, no, it's just, I was just thinking about a lot of like different ways to do it. I was especially like after Starfield where I sort of made it, you know, shooter man, the game, like I do with a lot of games. Cause I play a lot of those types of games, but also I'm capable of doing that. And I enjoy doing that in, to some degree, but I was sitting there thinking like, I don't know. And like Starfield was such a bad shooter man game for me mm-hmm. that it was just like, it really put me off to the whole thing. It's like, okay, I get it. I'm capable of clicking people up you know, in the head more frequently than other people are. And God, I, I hope I can do that based on the countless hours I put into that. Like, I hope I can walk away with something. But I was just like looking at this combat system and I was sort of wondering, like, is there anything more here? And so I, initially I was looking a lot into hacking. I didn't end up doing that, but it seemed like there's cool stuff to be done with hacking and hack queuing and other people can talk about that because I ended up doing it. But I just sort of spent some time before I really, really got into the game to just think about like, what should my character be in? And how difficult should I play the game on? Because I loaded it up originally on very hard. And it was just like, I shot this guy in the head like 70 times with the SMG. And then he died. And I was like, what part of that felt badass? Hmm. Like, it just, it's ruining the flow because it really like, at least for me, like showcased the, the enemy AI being a little bit, it's not that it's necessarily bad exactly, but it's just that it's like, it's not super, super, super sophisticated. And so when they, like, wide peak a fucking angle to shoot you, and then you hit them in the head 40 times and then reload, it just looks really dumb. It just looks really (laughs) dumb. I don't know how else to put it. And so it's like, you're you're playing this game, right? And there's such this, like, feeling of, like, intensity and, like, vibe and, like, stuff that's going on from the game. And you're like, holy shit, it's a real game. And then you just shoot someone 40 times and have to reload. It makes no sense. So I was sort of thinking, like, shit, I need to hit the drawing board after this. So I ended up just like looking at other builds and stuff and I and I ended with finding this insane guy on YouTube. We have to so you posted the video, but we have to shout this video we have to shout out. Cause mm-hmm. it is the sickest fucking video I have ever seen, dude, in terms of cyberpunk content. Uh and just and maybe even just like cool game like content. But uh it was just a guy like doing cool kills. It wasn't about like, I'm so sick, look at my skill, although his sick is in you know, his skill is incredible, but it was just like, he'd throw grenades in the air, and then they would land in the middle of, like, people, and then he would, like, blow them up with his mono wire, and they would all blow up. And then he would, like, dodge in slow motion and, like, just parkour everywhere and just do insane shit. And uh, I was just sitting there, like, having this come Jesus moment. I'm like, I think I should try to do something more cyberpunk-specific with this combat system. Do something a little different than my than my normal and, and see if I can enjoy that. So I've been doing a lot of uh, katanas and throwing knives and uh, mobility, and it's... It's actually really good. It's actually really fun. I've been enjoying it a lot. And it's really taught me a lot about like, and what, okay, it's true. I can what shoot difficulty level are you on? I'm on normal. Uh, yeah. And as I get my build better, I may up it to hard. Depending. Mm-hmm. I don't want to one shot everything all the time. I don't think. Depends. One shot headshots do feel pretty good though. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm well, on hard and I'm still one shot headshotting almost everything. What yeah. gun? Okay. So I want to I want to know what guns you guys are using, but and and like build stuff. But yeah, I I'm thinking about moving it down to to normal for okay. that reason. But it might just be because I have like normie guns from the base game, or like unupgraded iconic weapons or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, use Overwatch. <laughs> it's still OP. Dude, Overwatch is sick, but the base damage is not great, you know? Is your build into, like, guns? Maybe. 
because aren't those aren't it those still gives like three hundred percent increased headshot damage. Right, 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 right. Um, isn't aren't aren't sniper rifles in the cool tree? I can't remember exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think it, so. It's yes. weird. Yeah, they are pistols so. and sniper rifles and precision rifles are in the cool tree. Yeah, I actually let's talk quickly about the perk tree. Like, I think that they did a really good job with this perk tree. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's a huge improvement over the original. I don't remember, remember anything about the original. Really? I remember not liking it, basically. Except like, it wasn't very half good. the skills in the original were either massively broken in being like overpowered and the other half like straight up didn't work. <laughs> like like, the like I remember knives. throwing knives. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I re I remember distinctly that that was like one of our biggest disappointments with the original launch of the game because it like it sounded cool in theory and then you actually did it in practice and you were like oh this is dumb like i remember like hmm. i i didn't even want to touch throwing knives after i heard all the criticism about yeah. that but like this time they've really done a lot to to i guess develop that portion of the skill tree so now it's like it's not even just throwing knives it's also just like crit chance with throwing knives or like how much they regen after you throw them you know depending on how much damage you deal or like maybe you crit them and they explode in electric damage or something like that like it's it's cool what they've done yeah like the throwing knives are cool like honestly like if you think about the problem i was trying to solve it's like I have 30 shots or something in my magazine and I just want to click on their heads a million times and it's like it just feels kind of lame. Mm. Like throwing knives are like the exact opposite of that. It's like you do have that headshot damage but you have to hit it and if you miss it then you have to recharge your knife and you have to do another strategy. So it's like this like add on top risk reward for that same style of play style that I was going for but it just it really counts a lot more um, which I think is actually like really quite cool to be honest like it it makes that seem really sick because when you hit it it's it's really quite sick so i think yeah i think they did a really good job and like maybe what you guys could also talk about in your own builds or whatever but like i feel like there's such meaningful changes like to the perk trees as you add even just one perk it's like you can change your gameplay style like pretty significantly with just one perk that's off of a main tree one somewhere like you're just sitting there you're like oh i got a new perk this level what am i going to do and it's like all right you can like dash in midair now or you can i mean that's a really important one but it's also just stuff like now you're just way harder to hit in the air or now you can you know if you headshot someone you poison them like with a throwing knife or oh now you like can like delim them much easier it's like so many like meaningful things for the actual game happen like even like just as you're going along leveling at least that's what I thought. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I've I, made two points under things I love. Uh, one being the the skill tree overhaul is very cool and interesting and pretty diverse. And the other thing I wrote is my build is no longer disgustingly broken, just pretty broken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to hear your build. I mean, it's just what I did in the base game. It's just which is. Uh, it's just guns with emphasis on headshot. So pretty much I roll with uh, a pistol that's silenced that also does a lot of headshot damage. Um, and usually an AR, I think it's like the copperhead or something. And I would use that for if stuff got like really close range or you miss a shot and they get aggroed on you or whatever. 
um, and then a sniper rifle, which is usually like Overwatch or one you get later in the game. Um, that would just do like insane headshot damage. <coughs> and is Overwatch Pan Am's yeah. uh, sniper? Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because now I still like pretty much one shot headshot a lot of enemies, not all of them, but most of them. But it's nicer now seeing like damage in like the the low thousands compared to like close to a million <laughs> in the base game. Jeez. It was really that broken. Holy shit. Yeah, remember in uh in episode two we did of Cyberpunk, I was talking about headshots that were hitting for like four hundred thousand. Hmm. That's fucking crazy. Oh and then it got even further in episode three, but yeah. That's wild. Yeah, they, I mean, they massively overhauled, like, skills and stats and everything, but, yeah, it was disgustingly broken. <laughs> Dude, they should just bloody mess after that, like, from Fallout, where just all their limbs explode. Like, how do you, True. like, what do you even do when you shoot someone for a million yeah. damage? They just explode into, like, a powder of blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's, I, I dude, I love this skill tree. I think it's awesome. I think it's really cool, too. I think it's a cool... I also, I'm not going to do a great job describing this. So I finally did go in, and I, to, in full disclosure, I did not do it by myself. McCoy helped me go through and, like, look at the perk tree and put all my perk points in finally. Mm. Um, but I think they've done a cool job, too, of, like, having things that work together well. Um, so, like, I can't remember exactly remember what I took, but like if you start taking things where you're crouching and moving, right? There's a there's a name for the skill that you get. It's like feline footwork or something. No, it's like mobile. It's like a mobility or like a mo. Something. It's like a mitigation. chance to not be mitigation. Mitigate. Yes, mitigation. Right. And then like so, if you start getting more mitigation by getting things that crouch or things that stack with that, like those little perks that come off the big perk then your mitigation right like helps you with your stealth and with your headshot damage and like it all kind of starts to build together in what seems like a cool way now i haven't played very much once i got perks um i did most of my playing with this just the six perks but um i like i liked that it felt like once i picked what i wanted where i wanted to go with my like play style it was easy to see how the perks fit together to like build and make that better i guess is what i'm trying to say like it wasn't a hard to figure out perk system it felt kind of obvious of like okay if i want stealth and i'm getting this these types of things like these are the perks that work with that and like this is how i make it better yeah and it's dude i mean not to fucking start the train on starfield but dude look at this perk tree and look at the starfield perk tree and just be honest with yourself like yeah it is just night and day difference because there are number increases here, like 10% extra of this, mm -hmm. that, and the other. But then there's just massive gameplay change stuff. And I, th I think what they did here that's really stylistically different is they went for archetypes. Like, are you the type of person that headshots people with guns? Are you the type of person who runs around and just like aims from the hip? Are you the type of person that hacks? Are you the type of person that does stealth? Mm -hmm. Are you the type of person that uses blades? Are you the type of person that... <laughs> You know, and so they just wants to chrome up and become cyber psycho and just like a, a maniac. Yeah, like with like they make. Can you go possible. cyber psycho right, right. in this game? I I mean, I think you can. Uh, yeah, there is. So it's um, it's actually a part of now the overhaul that they did with the cyberware now, 
which is where now when you install cyberware, you have kind of a, a capacity threshold yeah. for just how much cyberware you can you you can actually uh, take on. And I do believe um, at the top of, I don't know which category it's in, but essentially you can get up to a category where you can just be full melee and like, it's also like the lower your health is the more, more damage, you kind of like berserk, berserker kind of play style. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, where you can just essentially just go ham someplace. Mm. And I feel like that's for like the people who just like honestly want to go like into just like 50 police officers and yeah. just like see how many they can take out before they're downed. That's gotta be the motherfuckers like that. that like are, you know, the mantis blades and all the videos you see in the poetry of the mantis blades going crazy, like jumping like across the fucking screen or like just, just pulling people up in the air, and just ripping them apart or the fuck. That's gotta be those mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Also, but yeah, so I, I, so I do think it is like there is a version of cyber being a cyber psycho that you can reach in this. Um, obviously, you can't go full cyber psycho because that means you die. But like, and it defeats the purpose of the game. But you can get pretty damn close for like the game standards. And and then they sort of like in the perk trees like talk about the anime like that they, they show it images of it and like characters of it and like styles of it. And definitely, like, mm -hmm. chromed up is, like, one of them. I think it's in body or whatever. Like, because you just, like, yeah. go insane. But, yeah. It's it's sick. I know, Elena, you did a little bit of body. Because you were, like, actually, like, the idea that I just have a kajillion health and that, like, as they start to hurt me, I just go crazy. I just take this adrenaline. That's my playstyle in essentially every game still. is just, like, I will walk into the middle of this. I will headshot people. But, like, I'm not, it, yeah, I'm not turning back or, like, hiding behind something. I don't use a lot of cover. It's always like me being Only like, so you the want w stealth perks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, great point. Like, that's like how it's And it's funny because I do take stealth points. Like, almost all... I mean, I took some for this. I did take some stealth perks. Like, I was talking about, like, that, all the crouching and, like, that. I mean, I did take those. But ultimately, the moment shit hits the fan, I just walk in and I just hang out. And I'm using exclusively Johnny Silverhand's pistol. I don't give a fuck. Um, the one that like reloads hella sick yeah like you spin it's just it. so cool Fuck. and my favorite scene in all of the original cyberpunk was when you first become johnny silverhand and you go into that building and they give you his pistol the first time and that really good combat music hits and you just walk out of the yeah. elevator Damn. with your pistol like that spins every time it reloads and you just one shot headshot everything it's the best so i'm just living that dream for the rest of my time in the game Fuck yeah. I respect yeah. that. Fuck yeah. yeah. Also, there's like this like thing going on in that tree where like, because you, you just did like standard pistols, cool stuff. Yeah. But it's like, it has a cool animation to reload anyways. But then as you kill people in quick succession, it, the reload gets faster. So like your spin is getting faster. And I'm like watching you like whip the pistol harder yeah. as you're like killing people, which is just like ridiculous and beautiful. It's in its so own right. <laughs> so yeah, it's all about style over here. It's all in my corner. Style. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think there, there's something to be said, though, about, like, also just, like, the anime kind of inspiring some things. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i going mainly, I, I'm, I'm essentially becoming Lucy from the anime oh, in shit. my yeah, yeah, playthrough. Yeah. Damn. Um, 
which is just, it's all just high tier hacking stuff, which they actually did do some overhauls with how you even hack people. Um, for instance, uh, now they kind of um, nerfed it in a sense where now that now uh, each quick hack that you perform on somebody has a detectability um, percentage that starts to increase. I've I noticed see. that. Yeah, that is that. new, right? Where they start mm -hmm. tracing you. Yep, the the, okay. the traceability is a new thing, and uh, I honestly think it's it's adequate. Like, or like, I, I know like it's gotten some complaints of people being like, "Well, this is not fair. I can't do like stealth quick hacking everything." But it's like, in a way, I I like the traceability because it really has you needing to think quickly in terms of like either jumping from camera to camera to try to find everybody and get everybody loaded up with a quick hack or trying to like redistribute your ram pretty well so like or like trying to get yourself into a position so when you are detected you know you have the high ground or something like i do like <laughs> those changes <laughs> there that they've done with the traceability um but yeah so like i i basically am doing mainly like quick hack stealth i do have a silence pistol um i do and then because of the anime, I actually was like, you know what? These mono wires might actually be cool huh. because Lucy uses mm -hmm. them in the anime. And I was like, wait, that's what a mono wire does? I want to do that. So yeah. yeah, I mainly just do silence pistol, like, you know, eagle eyed trained on heads. But if I'm stuck in a situation that I just need crowd control, I just start wailing on them with the mono wire and it's it's really fun that's honestly sick dude the mono that's wire sick. is what they used in that video we saw is that right yeah it's yes it's like yep. this like ethernet cable that comes out of your wrist yeah you yeah, like yeah. okay for, that like, thing looks super cool it really it does. does like status effects and like shit like that yeah it looks you know awesome. what you know everything feels like cool in this game like now i i didn't i didn't really have that experience in the base game but like except for specific things, but like the mono wire, like things feel and look cool. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. they put a lot of emphasis on hacking and then the melee combat now. Cause it looks really flashy and cool. Whereas I'm going to be honest, the just straight shooting is still pretty mid. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I believe yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Dude, honestly, wait, I the really guns feel better go. than, uh, <laughs> Than Starfield? Than Starfield. Well, I'm sure well, they yeah. do. Yes. By no, a like, lot, dude. <laughs> yes, I by a lot. That. By a lot, they do. Um, but I just wanted to really quickly, like, we would not do it justice if we didn't mention this. Like, because somebody mentioned that the anime, mm -hmm. like, inspired this. And I, do, I think the anime might literally be the, like, pivotal turning point for this entire universe. Yeah. And, like, if, if you want to play this game, please watch the anime. It's so good. Yeah. And it does such a good job showing you what cyberpunk can be, so much so that they took the original game, which was supposed to be the mainline thing, and brought it closer to the anime. And like, we can have a conversation whether it can reach the anime, you know, mm -hmm. of how cool the anime was. Maybe the anime is the crowning jewel of this whole thing, but it feels like they literally were just like, well, can we make it so you can like do that thing in the anime? And honestly, every step towards that that they did here that I'm interfacing with at least is a great step. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. and i thought the perk trees like where you see that yeah i think it's interesting because I, um i think it, like how i want to approach it but, but so they were announced they were going to come out this dlc right and they were there was like the final 2.0 patch which i mean we as a podcast played cyberpunk on release we went through that together 
like yeah. fucking war buddies of just how <laughs> broke that game was in terms of bugs and like i still get traumatized every time i see trash in this Dude, game same. i give it the widest <laughs> birth and Sometimes i know it just blows up and like in I front was, of you yeah. and you're like oh fuck. i was watching mccoy play the other day and he walked through some trash and it like mo- it like moved and we were both like <gasps> you know like the, just trauma um like what? that game was so busted but also a lot of the gameplay systems were like bad in the original game like the first perk system the loot system was wild i think we can at some point talk about the loot system like i did not like that loot system the cyberware like all of those actual game systems didn't feel good good in the original and i think like i remember in those first podcasts we spent like the first hour and a half of every podcast just being like and then this insane bug happened and this shit is super broke and we would kind of, like, at the end of them get to, like, yeah, and, like, the story's really cool, but, like, what about the gameplay? Is any of that good? And I think when I when they said they were coming out with the DLC, I was like, oh, the DLC will probably be, like, more really cool story. Because the, the story of Cyberpunk, I thought, was always good. It was cool. But I didn't really think they were going to fix any of, like, those core gameplay systems, even with the 2.0 update. I'm like, yeah, they're going to fix the bugs, and, like, they're going to make it playable, and it'll be fine. But, like, the perks, you know, the perk system and the looting system and, like, all that shit is still going to just be what it is. Yeah. And I was really surprised when we started playing this. Like, that's not true. Like, they really overhauled the core gameplay of this game and I think overall made it, like, way better in ways that I was not expecting to see them do. That That's what I was going to say. Like, because I remember, like, not many of my comments from the original, but I remember sitting there going, okay, the bugs, everyone's complaining about mm-hmm. the bugs. But my gripes outside of the bugs is, like, I hate the looting system. I hate all these just, like, number up, down arrow things that are going on. I hate disassembling things. And I just, just like, really did not like interfacing with the amount of junk you had to deal with. Why is this gun 56.1 damage and this exact (laughs) replica is 51.2 damage? And that, like, (laughs) seems like a dumb example. That's literally what the original game was, if I remember right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was all stuff from, like, decimals. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like sitting there like, well, it's technically an upgrade. And then, and then they're getting into this whole like world of like, well, we need an up arrow or a down arrow to like signify mm-hmm. it to you because you can't be fucking bothered. And it's like, but I want to be fucking bothered because I want to see if it helps my build or not. And they had, I think, I want to say, I mean, she's been so long, but like, you know, random stats on different guns and stuff like that maybe were randomly rolled or not. I'm not sure how far they went into that type of loot system, but like, I was like, there's no way they fixed this. This is the stuff that I actually don't like, and so they're going to spend the rest of their time fixing bugs, Mm -hmm. and then they're going to sit here and be like, the game's good, right? And I don't believe that was going to be the case if they had done that, and what a surprise to come back. They, they, This might literally be the greatest thing to happen to this studio. I know that sounds crazy, but these some of these loot problems existed in Witcher before, and I don't think they knew when they put it out in Cyberpunk, the original release, that it was going to be a problem. And I feel like they just became so open to feedback after that horrific event for them, honestly, that they like got feedback far beyond what Reddit was doing, just complaining mm. about fucking bugs and shit. Their feedback is excellent. Like the, like for example, okay, I was looking at fucking uh, cyberware, and I was looking at I had green, you know, fucking who knows, like legs or whatever that would double jump on them, which are dope, by the way. Um, and really important because if you jump off something really high, then you do a, your second jump sort of somewhere near the ground. You don't die. You, you can't do it right away near the ground because you will die. Like it, there's like a pretty, 
like 20 feet where they'll just auto kill you. So you have to do it before 20 feet. It's a very uncomfortable thing. Anyway, it's not important. But it's like they made everything have these linear upgrades from like, you know, through the tiers, like green to green plus to blue to blue plus to, you know, purple to fucking. And they have their tiers. And so I was looking at the cyber at the Ripper dock, right? If we're looking at my cyberware and I had the green version of these legs and he was selling the blue version of the legs. And I was like, do I buy his or do I upgrade mine? And actually, how can I be sure they're going to be the same thing? Because what about these random rolls on it? Because they have these like, you know, little plus 2% reduction of explosion damage or something. And I'm like, well, I'd like something better than that. How does that really work? And I just was like, okay, I'm going to upgrade mine to blue and see what happens. I upgraded mine to blue and it was the same thing you could buy. It's like they just, they didn't sit there and make it so you almost got the thing you want, but then you got the shitty roll mm -hmm. on the side. So it's like, no. This thing has this because it makes sense for this thing to have it. And if you upgrade it on your own, that's the same as finding one in a store and buying it at a higher rarity. And I was like, this is awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. Now I can confidently just go and upgrade my shit and not worry about it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yes. the biggest part of that for right. me is gun attachments. Because obviously mm -hmm. I, my whole build revolves around guns. <gasps> but in the base game, I think the gun attachments were like the worst offenders. Because you got so oh, many of yeah. them. They were all different, oh, yeah. like, rarities. But then also, it was all just, like, all the stats were just in, like, decimals. So right. it'd be like, this optic gives you, like, 0.1 more zoom. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remember it's, like, 0.1 range. And you're like, what the fuck? And now it's yeah. all just, like, round numbers and percentages. And it's so much more mm -hmm. clear. Thank you. Like, thank you so much for doing that. Like... In a world where like games were just going the opposite way with all this shit, they just someone somewhere or their whole team just rechanged their whole vision in the right way. Like it's I feel like really... they must have known a little bit though, because like I don't think anybody thought that was a good system. Yeah, yeah. I think it's but just like... like it's good enough. Release it, and we'll fix it later. I and they must have they must have gotten to that point. But like I think of I was watching Shroud play that one of the newer Assassin's Creed like two years ago. And he was looking at this massive constellation skill tree. And I was like, oh, what is it? And it was all like one point per 1% increase in stat. Mm. It was disgusting. It was like you'd spend a 100 points and you would have no meaningful impact on anything. And I was like, is this just where modern games are going? Like, Because that's like the most nth degree, like worst possible system I could have possibly Okay, actually, actually, I can speak on that matter. And that's like prestige. That's not like the base skill tree. That's like after you reach okay. max level, you can keep. Are we talking about perks. Assassin's Creed now? Just yes. very briefly, I'm just correcting. Okay. McCoy. Okay. No, I appreciate that okay. correction because yeah. I just saw it on stream and I don't play the game, so it was one of the most horrifying experiences I've ever had. Because he was literally just like trying to make his build and walked away, just like, what was that? Like, just like yeah, that's like end game where you shit. just want to keep okay. putting points Good. and getting like a little more uh, damage or whatever. Which, okay, so then fair, like, that's great to know, because, like, that to me was just the signal of, like, if this but, is all there is, this is the worst thing ever, but this is the But, like, th there are games that have systems like that. Oh, totally. Yeah. Because it makes sense to a computer. I mean, that like, was, like, original that... World of Warcraft with the original uh, talent trees. You would put points into a spec. You could put like five points in, and each time you put a point in, it would like reduce a spell cast by point one second. 
Which, like, it's interesting because in World of Warcraft, it makes so much more sense because World of Warcraft is a game you play for 8,000 hours. That's true. And, like, you know, that, that, it almost makes sense there. Like, if you're going to spend that much, it's kind of like, no, no offense, it's kind of like where you are with Elden Ring at this point, which I'm thinking of because I made you play some recently. and like right. Right? (laughs) Like, Gabe uses, I don't know, two million souls to level up and gets literally one point of damage, maybe. Right. Like, yep. it, like you, you know what I mean. Like when you play something for so long, you, they can have systems like that. But in something like Cyberpunk, that would make well, it, it would did. make I guess it technically would make sense, make but it us, would be bad. Yeah. Go yeah. Crazy. Nobody likes grinding out a level to then put a point in that gives you like point one of something. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Unless you're that very special section of the gamer population that does enjoy that. But, like, Cyberpunk is not meant to be... If you are, be... you're wrong. I mean, I think there's... Yeah. Like, the reason that, that they do that is because, like, it's... I think it's easier to, to like, balance, like, a continuous uh, function like that as opposed to, like, a stepwise, like, chunky uh, increase of, like, mm-hmm. well, this is, like, an actual, like, big increase um like that actually feels good and impactful like i i think you can get into broken territory much faster doing that but like yeah just fuck fuck you do it you know just yeah. just, just make broken shit because broken developer. shit is fun man like yes. that's, and that's exactly what we talked about yes. with starfield and how starfield had none of that like nothing was broken right. nothing was fun in starfield or the combat like nothing was broken in there no, no, you don't have to say combat. Nothing was funny. Nothing was fun. But like, Cyberpunk goes the opposite way of that now. Where like some of those perks that you can get are fucking fun. I just got a yes. dash. Yes. I mean, look, McCoy has like eight dashes. I do. Um, like you can. Th- there's so much cool stuff that you can do that it, I think you could argue. People could argue like, oh, but it breaks the game, right? Like it's too overpowered. But it's fucking fun. Like let yeah. us do it. It's supposed to be fun. Like, like, like this is all you need to know, bro. It's like I was watching a build video by this like really incredible guy. Fuck, we didn't shout out the video. Could someone get the fucking? Uh, Benjamin underscore Winters is his YouTube channel. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And what was the specifically yes. the sickest video? Do you know? Like we uh, have the posted. first one we ever watched. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's the beginning of this channel. Um, isn't it? The title is "This is hyper aggressive stealth and combat in Cyberpunk 2077." You are not ready for how sick this fucking video is. You yeah. are not ready. <laughs> Nobody is. But like this guy came out with a build video, and his build did it didn't sit there and like he didn't try to explain to you like here's the way you optimize for the most damage ever. Which, like, you do some level of optimization for damage, for sure, in all games. And I think there's, like, a, a fun to that. And especially, you know, like, MMOs and stuff, there's a huge value to that because you're facing a giant foe. And you need to, like, every advantage in the number area you get is huge. And so I'm not trying to, like, downplay that as... But it's just... I think a lot of games have really obsessed over, like, how do you mathematically make the best number? Yeah. Whereas when he's describing this build, he's like, well, you definitely want dash... And then you want to get it so you can do it in the air. And then you want to do it so you can air control. And then you want to do it so you can block bullets with your blade. And then you want to do it so you can slow time with this thing. And then you want to do it. And I'm like, none of these are numbers. Like, it's like, these are things to do. These are tools to add to your tool belt. And I, it, it was really exciting to hear that to me. It's like, well, once you get to here, you can like just air control in the middle for a second dash. And I'm like, all right, that sounds cool to me. Mm-hmm. 
And right. he's like, yeah, once you do this, like you can like block a bullet and it'll reflect back to them, which will then like hit them and make them uncomfortable. And then that's the point where you dash forward and cut their head off. And I'm like, okay, yes. Not like, okay, now you do the same click, but this click is better though. Like, it's not just like only that. And I think there is that. And I actually do wonder, Gabe, is that essentially like what your build is? Is like, I, bro, my clicks though. <laughs> like... I mean, kind of. the main thing I looked for in new guns that I came across was the damage output and then a percentage increase to headshot damage. Yes. Okay. Um, and usually it would be usually around like 50% increase. Mm. Okay. Um, I think some of them maybe big. were like 25, so it'd be like 100 to like 125. But usually I was working with like 100 to like 150. Which is a lot. And then you have to add on top of that, right? There's a stealth bonus too. Exactly. That they have to balance here. So mm -hmm. like, you know, sometimes it depends. I actually don't know how big the stealth bonus is in this game. I know the first point is 25%, but I don't know what it is past that. But it's like they have to balance that too. That's why some of the headshot values that they up in certain areas of certain games aren't as much as you'd like them to be. Because the game is treating it like you shot this guy four times in the back of the head in one second with one bullet if you're stealthed. So it's like they have to like, but yeah. And there's various things like for three seconds, I think like after you attack a guy, you're still considered in stealth. And like, it also depends on the oh. gun. Cause the pistols are like one fifty percent increase and the snipers are like two to 300% increase. Holy shit, dude. Hmm. Yeah. I felt like they wanted to preserve the idea of, like, if Gabe wants to walk in there and shoot everyone in the head, everyone's going to die. Yeah. That's yeah. essentially what I do, yes. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, also, you can turn off everyone's optics and go behind all of them and choke them out. Also, mm -hmm. you can dash in the middle and just start cutting people and blocking bullets. Like, I think yeah. one thing that, that I wanted to point out, too, is that in terms of these archetypes that they go for, they really call out certain play styles and and items in the game like sandevistan and uh cloak what the fuck it's like they're like it's in the skill tree dog like do you want to use this thing in the car and i'm like what well, i don't ha what if i don't have that and they're like well you should fucking get it dude because yeah, it's sick as fuck you send the crouch there's a name of a cyber cyberware or saber thing that you're supposed to get that like goes camo. with your perk tree which is cool like, yeah. they work together mm -hmm. yeah 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 I also so am amused by every single like category of the the skill tree has like a also you can do cool things in the car mode. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I respect that they made driving better, but it's still not something that I want to spend no, any time doing in that. Uh, yeah, sorry. Like the first thing I posted in the Discord this week when I started playing is I played a bunch of the the like DLC mission. And then I was like, all right, I should like do something that's not just main story stuff. And I was wandering past a car and I was like, I'll get in the car. And it starts a quest line with this car. And so I have to drive the car. And the guy's like, yo, man, like watch the paint job, like drive. It handles real good, though, but like watch the paint job. Yeah. And I, I swear to God, driving a car is so fucking, I hit everything. By the time mm -hmm. I got back to the, where I was supposed to deliver it, it had no doors. There were no doors on it. The bumper was completely rocked. Like the front part, what do you call the front hood? Sure. Was gone. Like it was a disaster. And the guy was like, yo, what the fuck? Um, he was upset about it. Which one? It's super cool that he was upset about it. Yep. Like in Starfield, it would have been like, 
Oh, thanks you so did much it. for Good delivering job. my pristine car. <laughs> yeah. No one has Better ever driven. next time. He's like, also, we all make yeah. mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> but even we all make mistakes acknowledges that you made a mistake. Can I have your autograph? That? Yeah. Here, biggest fan. Thanks for rescuing, for killing those pirates over on Zelta Danimal, you know, whatever the no, fuck No, Starfield is literally like, you I did something, we're sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's don't good. Know I don't know if it's bad. Yeah. Do you uh, want to marry my sister? <laughs> <laughs> so true. I mean, if you're all also, <laughs> <laughs> um, that guy has one of my favorite lines because obviously, right? Like Starfield was like baby's first everything. It was the most like anyone can play this. There's no swearing. I guess technically there's sex, but like everyone has their clothes on game. Um, whereas like Cyberpunk is like, I mean, Cyberpunk is out there. I'd kind of forgotten, and I got back in. Like you loaded, and you see all the billboards. And you're like, does that billboard just say whore on it? Like this is some <laughs> wild shit. Yes, um, it does. It does. But that guy, when you deliver the car to him, it's raining, which is cool. And he's like, you're like. Come on inside the car. If I was going to get my dick wet, I wouldn't stand out in the rain. And I was like, I'm sorry. What, what? did you just say to me? <laughs> and it's now my favorite line. Now I'm going to find ways to work it into everyday conversations. Because, like, what a fucking line. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, like, they just they don't just, it, don't work that into conversations at work, I think. is No, good. no, no. Yeah. No. In, in my personal life. This, this one kid's like, oh, cyberpunk. Like, <laughs> 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 no dude it's such it's so much more of a hardcore universe and it's true like they do like i don't know dude like have you guys had this experience like ask like answer me this but like cyberpunk was so shocking at the time and then we became adjusted to it but then we've like moved on in life and like i come back to it and i'm like it's kind of pussy shit honestly <laughs> like they could go harder than this like it's like what, what happened to me that i'm like look at these billboards and i'm like we don't actually see anything so like it's not even that suggestive like there were there were <laughs> ones in the base game that I remember that were like, yeah, like just actual just people having sex. Yeah, I feel like I remember an <laughs> elevator ride where you're in an elevator for a long time and there's just porn playing there's, on the screen. Yeah, there's next just to you. moaning. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I was gonna. I it was really funny this this past week. I'm like playing and uh and Brandon comes in. He like he's never watched me play Cyberpunk before, and he comes and he puts on headphones just for a minute as we're just like talking about I don't know like shit like dinner or whatever. And I'm like walking to a quest. And we get in an elevator and he like trails off as he's trying to tell me like what he's going to cook for dinner tonight. And he's just like, is that just porn? Like, he's like, do you hear yeah. that? And I'm just like, what? And he's like, is that just porn? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that, that just happened. So just yeah. all <laughs> She's like, no, I forgot I had that on like, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's on a side moderation. <laughs> I'm trying to amplify my experience here. Listen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it would work. Yeah, dude. Jeez, my three monitor setup would is just like really good for the cyberpunk immersion. Exactly, it is, dude. <laughs> yeah. God damn. No, but there. I mean, yeah. I think so. I I think there's something to be said, though. I mean, again, as we said before, like this is coming right off of Starfield, right? And yet, at the same time, I feel like I feel like it's always been this way in cyberpunk, but I just feel like they've really illustrated it well again, where it's just like you will do a quest and the characters you're talking to, like, you know, they might have some like some AI glitches here and there, but for the most part, they act like people. 
Like, to to Elena's point in that quest, you know, with the, you know, if I was to get my dick wet line, like, what's really cool about that whole thing is that you go and you talk in this car and then these police roll up and a police officer walks over to the window of the car and he drapes his arms over the, like, he, he acts like a person would where he, like, drapes his arms over the window of the car as he's talking to the driver and he looks relaxed and chill and, like, natural um and i don't know why but it's just like coming from starfield where everyone was just so robotic with everything that they did and then to watch like a well-rendered like cutscene of an npc doing something that looks (laughs) remotely human i'm just like what the yeah because like with good writing yeah that same scene in starfield with with humans that acted like human beings yeah (laughs) <laughs> and, and and like okay but like that's just the very base minimum is like they're human beings actually human beings but they also have like they acted wet well like for yeah. the tone of the the situation like for the vibe well yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah as as james said like i i think the writing like it, it it never dawned on me how good the writing was or just how natural the writing felt until you actually see the interaction where this cop is being paid off by this fixer for a car that he wants and it's kind of like an under the radar thing and they're kind of like speaking in low tones to one another and you see the cop's eyes flash as he like does the bank transfer over and they kind of talk like you know yo you you good dog yeah i'm good all right cool and like i feel like if starfield were to try to like mimic the right scene they would be like i am transferring money over to you now for the car that i am illegally buying (laughs) yes sir thank you for the money i have received it and the facial animation there in the garage (laughs) and one of the one of the characters is just sliding backwards across the screen the whole time (laughs) yeah dude so you know what is okay listen there's a lot that is different in this game from where it was before obviously from starfield of course Mm -hmm. but i I want to believe like some of these subtle changes that we might not even like remember now. And I like need to look up to see if they even exist. I'm like gaslighting myself does exist, but like I'm getting annoyed way less by like phone calls, text messages, overlaps of dialogue (coughs) and like these sorts of things. And by the way, in the menu, there's like turn off like police scanner notifications, turn off fucking, Oh, I forget what it is. Like fixer or like whatever the, the like, infinite generated quests are on the topic of the phone you can also now just not answer the phone yeah was that bugged in the first game you could just force to answer i still recall that i just no i don't think they i I think i think it wasn't an option yeah i think it it wasn't a bug to use the phone right that's like (laughs) how all the quest context got set up right very like gta style of like hey nico like you should do this quest for me and it's like okay sure then you're like I should get out of the strip club. But anyways, yeah, like, it's like, no, but 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 as they tone that stuff back, like, it feels like you're allowed to be in the actual universe more. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's something that we're queuing into of like, oh, wow, they actually like, do a good job with like the mm-hmm. set piece or not just not the set piece, but rather the atmosphere. They do a good job with yeah. the atmosphere and all oh, these characters are animating. It's just as they've just toned down the like distraction factor of bugs all over the place, taking out the experience phone, taking out the experience text, taking out the experience. Well, I wouldn't say they got rid of the bugs like that. No, and fair <laughs> like, but, but as they got rid of a lot of them say, uh, I, I, it, yeah, I would not say bugs. I think they, they added a lot of quality of life improvements mm-hmm. Okay, and that definitely mm-hmm. contributes. However, 
this game is still very buggy. Yeah, let's Gabe, not let's not get around to it. your bug corner because apparently <laughs> yeah. you had a buggy experience yeah. here, my friend. Yeah, I mean, the bugs are pretty much all still there. Um, really? What? Well, look, they're not like huge things, but they're very present. Um, like I I I can't imagine them all still being there. Well, it depends on like what you're, what kind of bugs you're talking about. I mean, like I've, so I have a list here of like, I'll just talk about some minor ones, which and these are so minor, it really doesn't matter. But you tend to notice these things after playing for a while, like okay. same NPC model standing together, not a huge thing, but you notice it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, the inventory management is still not great. Uh, yeah. your character shadow still looks very cursed. <laughs> um it happened to me again with a quest where two people ran me over after i did get run over by a fixer um i had a a side quest i did where i don't know if this was part of phantom liberty or part of the base game i just never did it but uh it was for regina and it helped tiny a dude named tiny mike and I got him to a getaway car, and he gets in the back, and you get in the back with him, and you talk briefly, and then you get out, and they drive away. And the car took off. He remained sitting in air. <laughs> yes. And the car drove around the corner, and once the car was like 10 feet away, then he started following the car, just floating. <laughs> yeah, but that's so much fun. I mean, they're fun, and ultimately they're not like terrible, but they're still there, and they were still very present. Um, I have it now where every time I close the game, the game closes, but then I get a thing that says, hey, the game crashed. Yes, yes. Um, yep. That's just preemptive. I had a, a conversation with uh, Johnny at one of the points in uh, Dogtown, and he walks away from you, and two like guard NPCs aggroed on him. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. And shot him, and he disappeared, and then they reset. That's uh, I had NPCs like, oh, God, just disappear it. straight up in front of me. I've had enemies yeah. T-pose at me. Okay. I watched uh, a Bargast mech just start killing its fellow soldiers for no reason. <laughs> Multiple well, that, that times. I mean, that could, yeah, we don't know. That could be... He's having a bad day. Oh, that sounds like... Lord I watched a, uh, a dude driving a destroyed, rusted vehicle with no wheels on the freeway. <laughs> um, that was me. I turned. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, I turned in a hacked car for a side quest, and there were enemy gang members in the garage where I turned it in. So they aggroed, started killing the civilians inside the garage, and I couldn't attack them because it was considered a safe zone. So I walked outside, and they followed me through the closed garage doors. Yep. Um, I've had enemies spawn under the game world, uh, so I couldn't kill them. The AI is still honestly kind of trash. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, the list goes on. I don't have to read off everything. But, so, I mean, the game is very much improved from what it was. But it seems like, to me, I'm sure there's bugs I got rid of that I didn't notice. But, to me, it seems like these were more quality of life improvements and perhaps fixing some more like game breaking bugs 
Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, it sounds like from that list, like none of those, I mean, some of those are hilarious. I have some, some of them yeah, I have some moderate and major ones I wrote down, but we can get to those later, further on when you guys are further into Interesting. the DLC. Hey, just a real quick question yeah. here, like, you know, no harm, no foul. You, um, you updated the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just making sure. No, no I'm on, I'm on 2.0. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I, I wouldn't just, be able yeah. to play the DLC without it. When you say characters t-posing i'm like that does sound like the original game like but i yeah, have not i, I mean i think that's just entertaining as hell but it how is many, a bug how many hours di- did you notice when they started like was it four or five hours into the dlc when they actually got started uh like, pretty much once i got into like Dogtown, it started happening hmm. interesting because i haven't Dogtown. i haven't really huh. noticed that much of um of bugs I mean, I, I played this thing religiously, you know, gotcha. I was playing it yeah. a ton. So I've obviously I noticed all of these in pretty quick succession mm-hmm. compared mm-hmm. to what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's they're very prevalent, <laughs> at least in my yeah, game. Maybe sure. you guys will have a better experience. Have you experienced the people without faces, legs or whatever, like just invisible models thing? Because I remember that very distinctly there were some like important characters in uh in a side quest in the main game it was for the melee quest which sucked balls oh, uh, beat on the that brat. quest line yeah. was fucking Got it. garbage straight garbage because the brother. melee combat was garbage yeah yeah and i'm remembering that now you know that's this is unlocking memories for me of how bullshit that that quest line was <laughs> and just like not fun at all um, I remember distinctly these like characters like going to one of these fights and just like half of the the crowd was just like invisible with just eyes floating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could check. I've never done that quest line because I did the first one and it was so awful. It's in my it's in my quest log. I could go do some reconnaissance for next week. I mean, it might have been the second que- one. It, don't worry about it. Like, this is we're not we're not like searching out the shit bugs, you know. And like that it, that one wasn't even game breaking. Like, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. <laughs> touching a rock, <laughs> think, touching a yes. rock, touching trash. Honestly, overall, my, I think my biggest gripe is that while the update is is neat and cool, and they added tons of cool things and changed a lot of things that needed to be changed. Overall, to me, this game is still super shallow. Mm. Um, And they are not in the same league by any means, not even close. But that shallowness is very reminiscent of Bethesda. Damn. And that's so interesting because, like, after playing a Bethesda game that's just, like, it's like not even a kiddie pool. It's yeah, like I mean, don't get me wrong. Pool. Like <laughs> the the two big things about Cyberpunk that I think are just incredible are the physical game world itself. It is so detailed, yeah, and like yeah. so incredibly mm-hmm. like it feels like lived in in like a real city. And then yeah. the writing in this game is incredible. Yeah, it is. But I was talking with Brian about this because he's playing it right now too, and he was like. Um, I had mentioned that, like, I finished it, and he was like, oh, are you going to go back and, like, do different things or, like, try a different build? And I was like, no. Honestly, this game has zero staying power. 
you mm. play it through. It's an incredible experience. And then once you're done, in my opinion, you're done because there's nothing really to do after. Like, so what do you do out in the that. city? Yeah. Go to Ripper Dock, go buy food yeah. that just heals you. I mean, they added, they didn't even like, they, they added chase, fast travel points at the Metro, but it's still just press F to fast travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the cooler things I discovered was like, I bought the apartment in uh, like Japan down just cause fuck it. Why not? I had, yeah. don't need any of the money cause I have too much. And one of the cooler things I found was it came with a guitar that you could play some of like Johnny's songs to or mm-hmm. on. Damn. And that was cool. like the cooler, one of the cooler things I had found. Otherwise all that's really left to do in the game is drive. That's trash. And just fight the <laughs> mobs. So wait, have you have you done like all of the gigs then, and all of the police scanner stuff then? You've like a hundred. Oh, I did that all back when we first played the game. Jesus Christ! The police scanner, like that's, those missions are dumb. Easy. I haven't even done that. <laughs> <laughs> you just vibe. Yeah, there's but- so many of them though. You know, like that's. I feel like that's the depth of the game. Is just like. There's so many of these like little dumb easy quests. There's yeah. like hundreds of them, right? Which like I do remember when we played the base game, like thinking that most of that content was just trash. Like there were honestly, some... I liked that content. It wasn't bad, really? but huh. I mean, to me, uh, for you, but that's sure. like width. That's yeah. not depth. That's exactly like width. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just right. I keep thinking back to like GTA, where you can go out and do things in the world. And then also there's the added yeah. benefit of GTA Online, which obviously this game doesn't have, but right. you can still go out and do things in the world, whereas in this game, you really can't. No, this is a yeah. step towards GTA, but like when you bring it to the GTA comparison, instead of just beating up on Starfield <laughs> to death, it's like, yeah, GTA is like in a league of its own with these open world type games like this. Yeah, yeah. similar like, with like Red inter- Dead. Yes. But the thing is though, like, it's going to be really interesting, I think, for other people, Gabe, because I feel like I think what you're describing is going to be my favorite part of this game when I'm done with it, is that there's nothing more to do, and then I've done it, and I'm good to go. No, that's totally fair, um, and I'm, I'm happy that I'm done, and I can say that I completed it, and I had, like, believe me, I had a great time playing this, loved it to mm-hmm. death, but that's just one of my complaints, is that the game is shallow, mm-hmm. and I think and a lot seen, of people are just yeah. overlooking that. Because they love the experience otherwise so much. Yeah. Yeah, I it and it definitely had that in the past too. Like in that it's like steps towards GTA, but it's not GTA. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm trying to remember back to The Witcher. And like if The Witcher had any of that like GTA you can do it forever kind of vibe. Because I, I think it partially comes down to like what kind of game they wanted to make and what kind of game like we want it to be yeah. right it was i mean we talked about it with starfield too in terms of like bethesda has clearly turned to like the can you play this game for eight thousand hours um like model of making games and i don't you know i'm not sure i think that cyberpunk is more towards that direction than maybe the witcher was and i'm not super confident in that i'd have to think about it um 
But it does feel like they tried to make some moves towards like a a, a GTA style world where you can keep playing yeah. it for a long time. And like I'm not even asking Cyberpunk to like make a game that you can play forever or like mad that they didn't reach GTA level heights. Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird to me that they made this incredible world and they poured so much heart and soul and love into this thing. And it's just so empty. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I feel like I want to finish this DLC and like think about it more before I figure out what I think about that. Because yeah, totally if fair. that's true and they, they did pour so much love and energy and time into this world and you get to play this amazing story in it and then it's gone, that actually works for me as a gamer. Like, that would be an experience that I'm okay with, where, like, it's, like, you know, you walk through this world, you play the cool story, and then you're you're out. Um, but, yeah. But is know. it, like, wait, wait, is it, like, this, Gabe? Like, are you essentially saying, like, you know, they should make Cyberpunk 2078, like, in this <coughs> same exact world, or they should, like, have another DLC on top of this that's just in the main open world? Like, what do they do to, like keep using it because it's so good yeah i mean honestly i don't know i mean they're making cyberpunk 2 right now so i don't know what they're gonna do but i just hope they maybe lean a little bit more towards like making the world more uh detailed in things that the player can do Huh. Are you talking about like bowling on the pier or like what are you talking? You know, I mean, like, like that's just like GTA and stuff. I don't, I don't know okay, what. Like okay. honestly, I, I really don't know what they would put in here. It's just to me, it's so weird, and it feels kind of weird that it's like huge, open, incredible, detailed world to explore. And the thing is to obviously there's all the quests you can go do and like gigs and stuff, but otherwise it's like you drive around and you just like kill dudes, you just kill like gangsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't mm-hmm. like you have separate, like, quests to be... Okay, for example, you're not taking over gang territory. Yeah, and, well, and it's like, like also like, okay, they added, like, uh, apartments you can go buy. And that makes it feel a little bit yeah. more, like, livable in, like, a, a, a world and all that. And then it's like, but well, then, like, what? Do you, what's the point? Like, you don't really go and do anything in them. You, you know, can it's like, buy hookers yeah. for the rest of time in this game. I mean, that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. You know? I concede my point. I, I think... What I- <laughs> it's i mean it's not much but i know that they they added now like johnny will appear and hang out and you connect if you have to sit down on the couches in your apartment you can actually like there's new dialogue now that you can chat with him about like either stuff like about the main story like i think like last time i sat down i was just like so how is it meeting your ex-girlfriend in cyberform like was it awkward (laughs) and he's just like fuck yeah it was awkward what the fuck is that question (laughs) like no, it. I um, see your. I see yeah. your point, Gabe. It's pointed at the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great for doing that. It's it's a great vehicle for that. But you're saying like, what's pointed at the world though? Right. It's like why, why build an incredible open world to tell one story? Yeah. Yeah. That's you that's know? essentially my point. Yeah. And like hmm. like you don't need an incredible city to tell one story in it. And like. Like you, you just need the world that this story like lives in, like and like that story is really good, but like, I mean, it, the story could basically exist in, in like, a series of levels, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because a lot of like um, the missions are fairly linear comparatively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's just like you, it's just it's the world is so unique and incredibly detailed, but like you don't use 
it. 80% of it. Mm. Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 80% I mean, well, okay, like, use... like, in, well, well, that's like the world is so detailed and so packed. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, you're not going to every, like, street, every building, all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's, it's just so weird okay. to me that, like, it's so incredibly deep. Like, I've never seen a game world this packed and detailed. And then most of it doesn't get used for stuff. I do wonder, like, how much of it is also just based on approach as well. And I only say that because it's, like, uh... Like, for instance, because I do stealth and I have, like, a double jump and everything, usually when I'm, like, heading towards a gig location, I don't walk, I don't just walk into that building and stealth section starts as soon as you enter that threshold. Because they actually build out a lot of the buildings around where the gig is at, and they're not stuff that's you need to necessarily go to to complete the gig. But, like, you can climb into a neighboring apartment and you know, find a way to get to the other building through the building next door. And like, sure, not all the doors are open and you can't walk into every single door. But like the fact that yeah. they even have like the building next door accessible mm -hmm. is a cool way to like alternatively go through. Um, should you like, should you seek it out though? Um, yeah, but then also there's like inverses of that too, where like there, there was a mission to go rescue some people inside a building and the game would not physically let me jump up onto the roof. Even if there, like, wasn't a, an access on the roof. Like, you could at least jump up there because you're kind of used to being able to do that and, like, maybe at least, like, get around or look for other angles to get in. And the game would, like... I would, like, jump up onto something that then would theoretically allow me to jump up onto the roof and then the game just said, no. Invisible wall. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. No, it's, it's. I know what you mean. Oh god, I'm so stuffed up. Oh god, but like, I, I know what you mean though. McCoy and Elena have just been dying over there this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're dying. For, Is McCoy gonna add all the coughs? One. I don't think so. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, but I, I think it's like, it's. I, I can't picture this like full idea in my mind. But Gabe, this is like a problem that you're having that I feel like we have the other side of in 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 different ways, where it's like you're saying like. Dude, like, this is the most detailed, like, world. Like, it is, like, the most dense, like, thought-through, loved, like, potentially lore, like, filled world when they created it. Yeah. Like, it makes sense in its nightmare construction. And you're almost saying, like, more. Like, do more with it. Yeah, because like, it's, like, I've yeah. never had a game where I've, like, stopped so many times and just looked at the city. Because it's yeah. just so beautiful, whether it's, like, clear day... <laughs> Or, like, when it's night and, like, the fog rolls in, you see the glow mm -hmm. of all the lights. Or, like, it's raining and it yeah. looks just mm -hmm. super, like, vapor wave, cyberpunk, rain, whatever. Yeah. Like, it looks like fucking, like, Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And, like I said, I, I don't have the fix. I don't know fully, like, what they could do or, like, what they should do. But it just feels weird to me. Because, like, I, I could GTA see, 5 yeah. Los Santos is, like, nowhere near as packed and detailed as this, but they've done so much with that world. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And it's, like, a really hard problem for open world games to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. But 
it's like it's like when you take this idea that you're talking about and you look at it from that perspective it's like all right make the next whole game just in this city and just add it in as dlc to this game Be cool. like just yeah. go further because like at least for me like when i loaded as a new character i didn't want to like i'm not really a game replayer like i didn't really want to like go and do the same quests again especially like out of order ish or like at least mm-hmm. in the middle but like i did want to do more stuff though in the world just to go see it yeah and especially with like the less distractions that we talked about like i feel like the world is hitting even harder now than it did before mm-hmm. and so i can feel that what you're talking about which is like give me more reason to go do that like let me go collect all of well because it's like i don't know i'm thinking of really stupid shit like open world games back in the day like fucking okay what was that one that was paired with halo 3's demo or some shit crackdown oh crackdown so it's like crackdown it's like if you go to the top of every building you get this like perk point or whatever that makes you jump <laughs> you higher. get the orbs you get the orbs and so it's like you would explore the nook and cranny of the whole world because you'd be getting better stats for it so like you'd start by jumping on small buildings it's almost like fucking katamari damachi or something <laughs> Yeah. Like you'd smart by like small jumps and you'd get like these bigger jumps and eventually you're just jumping to the tops of buildings and shit's just fucking crazy. Yeah. And like it then sort of like added a whole like verticality and dimensionality to like all the worlds and the buildings and you're like looking at, oh, that's an interesting building. Have I been on the top of that one? It's almost like Spider-Man a little or it's like that world's incredibly empty, but there is cool shit on top of its own building sometimes, you know? Yeah. You I might mean, want to like, swing over there. Some of my favorite moments in the game are like the mission parts where you're like kind of like in between missions where you'll like meet somebody at like a cafe or like a ramen bar mm. or like a bar or something. Uh, and when you like sit down and talk to like the NPC, that really feels like authentic and like a, a real city and makes it feel so alive. Mm. Um, All right. I've got it, Gabe. I've got it. Here's what it is, dude. This is what you're thinking. <coughs> Episodic release of just small vignette storylines that last like i mean yeah that sounds cool Mm -hmm. that That just make their way through the city somehow yeah i'm I'm also curious to see for cyberpunk 2 if they come back to night city or reuse it or if it'll be somewhere completely different i'm so glad that they at least haven't abandoned it thus far like they they believe this when you play this 2.0 update with dogtown but specifically just i would say 2.0 update you can see their intention of being like, no, we had something cool here. We just fucked it up and it was hard to appreciate it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm super excited too, because they're going to be using Unreal Engine. So the game's going to look even more beautiful. Which oh, it already oh. looks yeah. pretty stunning. Exactly. I'd kind of forgotten. And I think actually in contrast to Starfield, I think Cyberpunk looks better. So much oh, better. Uh, like way better. Hands down. The creation <laughs> so engine is not great. <laughs> It's not good, yeah. man. It's dated. Like, yeah, I remember listening to your episode and you said that it felt, like, dated when it came out. That's because it is. Yeah, yeah but I, I think, too, just, like, the art direction. Yeah. Like the too. Like, even besides, yeah. like, just straight visual fidelity or, like, whatever you call like, straight graphics. Like, the just the way it looks, like, stylistically and, like, the art direction of cyberpunk is so cool and like this fit the city feels so like they want it to and it feels like this huge like neon cyber it's just this really cool city as compared to like i mean starfield like new atlantis just did did not hit like parts of night city do um Mm -hmm. like i think i was watching mccoy 
finish up one of the DLC missions of the day, you end in well, it's like it's been essentially like a bombed out building, like a really run down building and little like place that you're staying overnight. But there's these clearly intentional but beautiful overlooks out the windows yeah. where you can see the skyline of Night City with the fog over them and it's at night. And it's just like it's I mean, it's really stunning and really um, it's yeah, it's just so much better. Yeah. Than, mm-hmm. A lot of other games, but I mean, there's like there's nothing in Starfield that makes you stop and say, "Wow, that's incredible! That's beautiful!" Yeah. Not a single thing. No. Like, oh, oh actually, know. okay, you know what? Yeah, you stop was... and look at a Starfield that looks beautiful is the um, when you're in the menus, the items in the menus. <laughs> yeah, like the model. <laughs> that's what I mean. But modeling. Yeah, true, true, yeah. True. <laughs> the item modeling is beautiful. It's really yes. well done. And this is why I've been caught a bunch of times saying sentences that people just universally hate me for. Like, no, I think in some ways Starfield is more technically beautiful than Cyberpunk. And it's like, I don't mean stylistically. I don't mean with the no, song. No, it's mean. like, wow, you did a really good job making this can of beans look like a can of beans. Yes. Yeah, I mean, shut up. Damn. You understand the job. James, like someone spent their the last 10 years of their life doing that and they deserve in this right. like they're going to listen to this podcast and they're like going to write in our spotify you did it things yeah they're going to like, send it to their I, mom okay. yeah i that's not that's not beautiful like that's impressive but it's not beautiful mm-hmm. you know it's it doesn't it's not like i don't know uh, i mean i i think I'm going off my the deep end. <laughs> my brain is my brain is is going off the deep end here, so I'm gonna just cut <laughs> myself off. <laughs> Take a starfield with them. I mean, I I think, and maybe this can play into just just how sharp the contrast is. But I just I just think what makes this world so beautiful and compelling is just the marriage of all the elements together in terms of just all of these different locations within Night City and how they blend in together. Like, whereas I think Starfield felt really disjointed where it's like, you're in Aquila City, the muddy place, <laughs> and you are in Atlantis, the clean place, and you are in Neon, the clearly not cyberpunk, but cyberpunk place. Yeah. Like, Light it's, city. like there, there's no <laughs> marriage city, of the yeah. elements in terms of, yeah, Light City. <laughs> but like... I, so I, I've been making I've I've been intentional in that I've I haven't been fast traveling as I've been playing Cyberpunk. I have solely been driving places no matter how far away they are. And I think the look of disgust of on my face. Is, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you get experience points for driving places, so I'm I'm taking advantage of but that. But also that's a man made um, I guess woman made not relevant. That's a man made way to enjoy the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, but I just wanted to call out like the the way that they have the scenery shift from Night City to Dogtown is so it's so organic and yet it makes sense. Like Dogtown's right next to Pacifica, which is arguably like the like rough area of town if there could ever be one in Night City, where it's just like it's a little bit more like every man for himself. Like there's no law. I mean I'm hell like the leader of dogtown says like if you have a badge you get shot on site or something like that so it's like there's no law um it's all just people like every every man for himself or just you know just complete um rebellion over there and as you're driving and you're driving through like corpo plaza it's like you just start you you hit a place where suddenly there's like the road just starts 
having like little hints of spray paint on the ground and suddenly you see like a huge like dogtown tag on the road and then it's like you hit like this is the rough section of town now there's like encampments everywhere and there's people on the streets and there's now these like weird looking vehicles that are boxy and have a top speed of 50 miles an hour and feel shit to drive (laughs) yeah the the roads are overgrown um and it's like and then also just the 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 actual uh buildings themselves they get less they get less uh you know structurally sound they just start like you know having they they look more dilapidated and they definitely look more like yeah essentially like bombed out places like i i think where they dump you in in dogtown with that stadium is a really cool introductory set piece to dogtown because it just kind of shows this is what the glory of night city used to have this cool little like place where people played football And now it's just like yeah. it's overrun by by this game. Dude, I was already impressed and by just awesome. going through like the back door and going yeah. down to that super massive parking garage underground. Oh yeah. That alone mm-hmm. I was just like, holy <laughs> shit, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> this is one of those games that like if you stop and look at it, it only gives you value mm-hmm. to do that. Whereas so many yeah. games, it's like, don't look too hard, bro. You're going to hurt your feelings. God, you know that's I mean? so true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, this is insane. Like, I, I haven't been driving, but I sort of like regret it now and I might do some driving. Just because it's like, yeah, it's true. No. Like, <laughs> Believe no, me, I, I, I would say that the driving to... itself. I would love to drive questions. places if the driving wasn't so mm. ass. You know what? I will say, <laughs> I, look, I'm the number one proponent of the driving of cars in this game is fucking awful. However, it's so much better than it was before 2.0. Yeah. And I mean, it's still ass. I believe all the two videos are like, dude, the driving is super improved. And then you get in a car, and I'm like, that's why I was watching motherfuckers crash everything. Oh my God. It's not. I'm really just not being reasonable um, with my critique because why the fuck am I supposed to drive this thing? But motorcycles. Are pretty good. I so I've actually been doing what's which is shocking mm. for me because I fucking hate driving in video games. Um, but I've been doing. I don't. I don't typically fast travel. McCoy watched me try and fast travel the other day. I was like, "Is this the fast travel machine?" He's like, "That's a fucking vending machine. Like, what are you <laughs> doing?" True. And I was like, "Oh." And I like walked into like, "Is this the fast travel machine?" He's like, "Yes." That was one of the most know. embarrassing things I've ever seen because it's like a gamer knows what the fast travel thing looks like. You know what I mean? I There's a lot of shiny stuff in Cyberpunk. Um. But no, it's like I've been I've also been driving around because I've also been enjoying listening to the radio stations um, and I get to look at my outfit that way, which, you know, um, but no, yeah. I, I would highly suggest the motorcycle. I ride. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah, all I ride I Jackie's motorcycle and that's it. Mm. And then I call River while I'm yeah. on it. I'm like, what's up, babe? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> At the exactly. side of the window, just like shooting some like gang guys, you know, and then um, just be like, oh, sorry, what was it? Yeah. Hard day. Like. <laughs> Yeah, but no, like fire. genuinely, I I've been enjoying riding my motorcycle around. It's been it's been nice. I should drive more. That was like really a vibe to watch people just drive around. Like I will say, like one of the perks of my build is that I'm faster than cars. Yeah. So I just well, yeah, you just, I dash just jump and dash right? everywhere. It's nuts, dude. I'm like sitting there, like because like the sequence that we like played this week, and we played a lot of sequences this week, depending on who you are. And one of the sequences was the entire game. If you're Gabe, let's go. Um, Let's go. And all the side sequences, too. Um, but it's like, they're like, oh, no, get to the elevator. And I'm like, 
I'm here. Yeah, and then, like, I was instantly... watching you play that. You got to the elevator like before they finished the dialogue line and get to the elevator. Like it was, yeah. Wow. I was getting That's dialogue crazy. that was like, you can't leave the president behind. And I was like, I'm actually pretty sure that if I don't look at her, she just sort of teleports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'm watching her icon on the map just like jump, 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 jump to try to like follow me because I'm like, I'm through rooftops and shit. There's like no way she can handle me. You. Yeah. So yeah, like that so then it's like okay i i may have exchanged the like chill sort of vibe of the game which i think is so powerful in this game for just lightning speed like bunny hops like speedrunner style like just going so fast yeah i i won't go into details because it's spoilers but the game did kill me for going too fast that's fucking. i went too fast for the game and it forced kill me (laughs) i love that i can't wait for mccoy to have that same experience Whenever we get that, get there. Yeah. Like I'm at the point now where it's like, there's some awkward fight encounters where like I try to dash to an enemy, but I'm so fast that I dash like so far past them that I'm just like nearly lost. Like it's like we've just diagroed. Like I tried to hit them in the face, and I'm just like so far away. They're like, was that the wind? And I'm just like fuck, and I'm like run back. But but yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it all just goes down to like. This world is amazing, dude. It really is. And they've done so much to get the bullshit out of the way and so much else to just put you in front of it. And if you're willing to just vibe with it, it's it's really impressive. It's really impressive. Mm-hmm. And Dark Town's impressive too, and it's in its own way. And so You guys are gonna see yeah. a lot more beauty in the coming weeks or however long That's it takes for us to play this. I'm excited to play it's funny because like when I first loaded in, we had I mean, I was homesick, basically. So like uh-huh. we had just finished the Starfield recording, I think the night before. I was sick. I went, I stayed homesick the next day. And so I was like, fuck it, I guess I'll just play some Cyberpunk. So when I first started playing, I was treating it. I mean, I was like, I had like PTSD from from Starfield. And so, like, even like that parking lot sequence you guys were just talking about, I was just like, I just trying to get through that shit. Like, I was not, I was, I was looking everywhere for loot. It was bizarre. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else did this. It is so, I was trying so, to figure out, I was like, like so I was like, where the fuck is the loot? It's around yeah, here. So I was like backtracking and like looking at the ground the whole time and trying to find loot and like confused about why I couldn't. I'm yeah, pulling up same. my scanner being like, can, will it highlight the loot? If I and it like yes. does, but it doesn't highlight everything that a human has ever touched in the area. Yeah. And there's like the loot is so tastefully done in this game, especially yes. in comparison to fucking set. Yes. Know, this game 100% rewards exploration. And I, I really like their mm, new system sick. that with is just like the crafting component system. I think that's what they're called, right? Yeah. Where there's just like tiers of, <sighs> of components, basically, and that's what you use. That's I know that like maybe you could argue like, well, Starfield is like more lore friendly because you pick up a can of green beans and you break it apart to use the aluminum. But like it is so much nicer to just pick up crafting component level three and be able to use that for what like it is. It's so much nicer. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not to mention we we kind of we we kind of forgot. Um, but another thing I wanted to call out also was um, what you can also pick up are uh, perk shards uh, for certain mm-hmm. things. So in addition to the perks that you manually can input in a skill tree, they also have this like passive perk system almost, where it's like if you. If you simply just do some sort of action, it will kind of add experience to um, 
to like different, I guess, different tiers of skills and you kind of get these passive bonuses as a result. So like you get Shinobi if you, like you get Shinobi experience if you uh, particularly do stealth and you stealth around places. Um, you get uh, Netrunner uh experience if you just hack into terminals and do like the little like just little mini number puzzles like along with it and from there you can kind of see just passively like what your play style is starting to go into um which i think is really cool and it's like you can you can look at it and like maybe try and work your way towards like the ultimate benefit at the end which are some pretty like hefty perks that you can get if you get up to level 60 or i I think it's level 60 60. or something um but it is cool though that you can just passively like because i've just been hacking terminals whenever i come across them i like passively have faster ram recovery and faster quick hacking without having to spend a perk point specifically to get you know specifically to get that if i wanted to it's it's like a um which is cool. Fuck it out. It's like a reward though. So sorry. I'm sorry. I'm it's like, emotional. <laughs> it's just, I just, the... it's a game. Oh my no, God. Ser- I mean, honestly, dude, is that not like the takeaway from this week is like, I'm playing a video game and it's giving me like hope about life. Like, is that not really which where is crazy because it's cyberpunk, which is like the darkest future. <laughs> True. And I'm like, oh yeah, like uh, your good old cyberpunk. Like, As opposed to, like, yeah, Starfield was supposed to be the hopeful future. Like everything's fine. Anyways, there was going. nothing fine about that. But yeah, like, so this is okay. I think one of my like not regrets, but just like I think things that like I wish we could have in another universe like snuck in was was the Elder Scrolls in our mm. Bethesda block because that's their quintessential innovation to the open world genre is the you do stuff and you get rewarded for that in your build and it's like it's such a cool system and it's always been a cool system and i love it in like every game that it's in and i think also like gta san andreas had it or whatever but it's like you know in that game it was like you run around and see your character like can run faster and maybe even gets thinner or something i forget gabe do you like does it change your model do you remember that uh i don't think that was in was it in Elder scrolls no, sorry, in San Andreas. Oh, see, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's in Fable, too. Okay, yes, Fable's another one I've been thinking about lately. Um, I was just talking to Alex about that. But, yeah, like, it's like, I, I love systems that do this. It's just so cool to be like, yes, I am doing headhunter shit by shooting these people in the head. Like, I, I do deserve to have more, like, it, it feels like learning or growing. Like, I am doing this more and more and more, so my character's getting better at it. I just love that. So yeah, like, mm-hmm. so it's that combined with like, then they you can just find on people's bodies like just a meaningful step on that journey for yourself. Was that the case in Morrowind as well? <laughs> that yeah. system. Yeah, for my yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't remember. I played I know Morrowind at least a really long Skyrim. time ago. Mm-hmm. I think so. Don't quote me on it though, because I don't actually recall if I played that game, but. But so then it's like you're stealing stuff a lot, so you get better at like stealing stuff and stealth. Yeah, you're. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking like, like I I know that at, there is at least one tabletop role playing game that has that as like the core, mm. like mechanic of like how to improve its stuff, mm. uh, which seems really cool. But yeah. yeah, so so maybe they didn't like create it exactly, but they certainly like modernized yeah. it. 
or put it on like they the brought main... it into the yeah mainstream for sure but like because like imagine this scenario right this is where i really loved it in those types of games it was like you were using different weapons and then you would get the like associated skill for your weapon type so like as a kid i'd be like i really like this sword it glows and it's beautiful i'm gonna use it and then the game would be like now you're getting the skills for that sword instead of the reverse which is like this sword is a long sword and long sword is under okay is it under swords probably i don't think it's under axes you know it's like instead of so instead of doing that conversation it's just like you're using the thing congratulations like it's getting better and like so i would use the bow and i would use that sword and that'd be it and so then it would just be like we built the, the build for you already based on what you're doing mm-hmm. and so i think there's like it's not that transformative in this game but it is like cool to see that and they also by the way like wait for the combat sequence to kind of be done i think to like show you that you'll kill like five people and the last one will drop and it'll go like oh by the way like with their like cyberpunk like noises like you did this epic shit you're like oh you remembered (laughs) game i (laughs) did (laughs) so no i agree that's super cool and like i like they kind of shortcut you a little bit to what you're actually looking for like instead of being like all right, you picked up 5,000 guns, so you can sell all the guns. And then with the credits, you can go to a merchant across the galaxy that'll sell you a perk point. And then you can put your perk point into your tree. It's kind of like, and I guess it's technically skills, maybe I think is the name they use for this. I want to say it's like skill shard, but because perks are different, they're in the perk tree. But it's like, you just mm-hmm. go to a yeah. body and it's, instead of it's a gun, it's just a skill point. It's a shinobi shard yeah. or something And you're like, like shit, yeah. nice. And it's a pure positive. Even if it's like you get an engineer one, you're not mad. You're like, shit, my engineering's a little better. That's sick. Right. Because it leads to a passive bonus that you didn't know you needed. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're cool. just like, thanks. And it's just like, it's just the same with philosophy as our crafting components. And that's why they work so well together. Because the crafting components are the same thing. Like, you get the crafting component, you can just build whatever. All the tiers are the same. So it's like, you want to build a, a legendary, it's like, get legendary crafting components. You could have got them from who gives a fuck what. And then it just like, it just changes everything because you're like, oh, I can just disassemble all this clothing that like is worth like no money, but the crafting components are insane. It's like, this is actually hella valuable, like just in one second. And you're like, oh, so yeah, I don't know why I'm taking this over, but it's just, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. It just makes that so much simpler and it's so much more satisfying to, to loot and to find that stuff. You're like, nice, just a little better. Okay. Because like one gives you carrying capacity, I think, mm-hmm. just like. Here you go, carrying capacity. Like, thanks, dude. I've been searching for, like, weeks to get carrying capacity. My entire last three months has been about carrying capacity. Like, I appreciate <laughs> you just giving it to me. Yeah, so. I do love that it's separate and not tied entirely to, like, putting points into body. Because mm-hmm. otherwise I'd have to put points into body, and that doesn't really impact my build at all. So it is mm-hmm. nice to find, like, the carry capacity shards. It's be like, Yes! <laughs> yeah yeah so then maybe this is where we end here yeah i was thinking what if we i did want to quickly shout out getting jump scared by the name of an npc what does that mean oh right (laughs) you know you're gonna dox Uh, yourself bro yeah well i'm pretty sure that my last name is already on the internet somewhere but an npc in this game has my last name as just like his name and I've never seen my last name in the wild ever before. Wow. Because it's like a weird spelling. 
I, I my name is Harold. My last name is Harold, but it's spelled H E R O L D, and like no one spells it like that. Um, except this one dude in this game who doesn't have a face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the merchant, uh, but the intentionally yeah, doesn't you, have a face. The weapon merchant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He chose <laughs> yeah. not to have a face. Um. And like I pulled up the web, the like merchant screen, and I was like looking at like so which one is my inventory? And this was in the first like two hours <laughs> of my oh. gameplay. <laughs> and I was like, wait, Harold, so that is that one mine? Wait a minute, I don't think I named my character Harold. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> I was literally at the point of like, did they like hack my computer to find my name? Like, what is happening? Like, uh, very. <laughs> I shouldn't say because it's a spoiler, but very other games we've played mm. situation. Yeah, right. exactly. James, exactly. This, this led to the most hilarious Discord exchange, though, because you post a screenshot of this as if it is just totally evident to us. And the right. problem is that's totally fine. But the dialogue option that you took the screenshot from underneath has a what's wrong with your face reference, which is a straight <laughs> fire reference. <laughs> To, like, deep, deep, deep fucking lore from literally when we were fucking roommates in college, like, yeah. all the way back. And so, like, I see that. And I swear to God, I don't know. I mean, I swear everyone else saw that and was, like, totally reasonable and, like, moved on. And then you were, like, no, actually, it's something else. And we're, like, what? Yeah, I don't think any of us picked up on that. Because, I mean, the NPC, even without the deep lore, the NPC has no face. So I think we all were, like, oh, we're talking about that. We were yeah. not. No, we were talking about the fact that his name is Harold. Yeah, yeah, I need no. like a little arrow or something on that that screenshot. No, it was clear, man. It was clear to me um, what I was talking about. <clears throat> well, I would hope so. <laughs> but yeah, no. That I mean, if you uh, if you have a weird name and it shows up somewhere, that it's weird. It it it's very it's arresting. Let's say. It, yes. I was yeah. I was definitely freaked out. That is scary, bro. And it's kind of a freaky world, too. Yeah. Exactly. Well, um, did you guys want to talk about yeah. the intro to... We could. We could. Liberty at all? Do we do it here? Well, let's briefly okay. touch on yeah. it. Yeah. Or do, do we want No, I just, I just asked that, because what if we do it within a reasonable time frame so I can go die in peace? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I can <laughs> see McCoy's we? face, and I can see the level of death that's happening, and it's progressing. Uh, we could, should we just we could save should it we just end it here then? Like, should yeah. we just? Okay. I was gonna yeah. say. Well, let's talk story next week when we when you know some of us, <clears throat> Gabe, oh have God, played she's so more. Salty. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to a hundred percent this. And yeah, Zoe's instructions were basically what to if, play what very if, little of a DLC, which Gabe took as I'm gonna play all of the look, DLC. It hooked me and never let go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in a lot of ways, respect, bro. If it, something hooks you, I was gonna say that's yes. a good you gotta sign. go. <laughs> I yeah. would just add that on top. Like that's that's what I want to say about the DLC. Without getting into it, is just yes, it is interesting so far. It is not Starfield, people. We got a story. <laughs> yeah, holy we shit. got intrigue. We got characters. It was, it was fun. It to felt play. like I released tension yes. when I like heard characters speak and they sounded like human beings and they were saying things that human <laughs> beings said. I was like, oh, I don't have to like brace myself yes. for like the pain of bad writing. Like yeah, I can said... just like I can give myself over to the author. 
Yeah. It's also just so nice. It's like, again, PTSD. It's like I'm walking through Dogtown and I find a, like a group of like non-named NPCs and I walk past, I brace myself ready for one to be like, nice ship you got there. Like, you know, did it land not long ago? But instead it's like I walk past and they don't even acknowledge me. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> are they look at you and they're like, what are you looking at? Yeah. And yeah. Right, exactly. Or they do something that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know why, but like the like the atmosphere of it like took over me one time where I was just walking by this guy and he said some insulting shit and I just turned and cut his head off. And I just walked away. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it was just one of those moments of like, I've got bigger shit to deal with than your fucking sass, dude. Nice city, bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm way more important than this. And I was just sort of sitting there going like, oh God, please, did they see? And then I just like, you know, run away or whatever, like ninja stop. But it's just sort of like, oh. Like that was a totally different reaction other than bracing mm. for the pain of the dialogue. So yeah, it was, yeah. 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 But all right. We'll, we'll talk about it next. We'll t- talk more actual content okay. of the DLC next Fuck week. Yeah. Let's let Elaine and McCoy Thank die. Thank you. For real. I don't think I can hear out of my left ear anymore. Like, <laughs> yes. It's just like, like shit is just going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, Things when, are you, when you didn't talk for System like two minutes down. and then your nose was just completely stuffed, I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there like, wait, I have a point on this. And it's like, like, like how, what do I, how do I clear? Oh, it's awful. I'm going to die mid-podcast, but that's a risk we're willing to take for the viewers. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's not how he wants to go out anyways. I'm waiting for Jackie's comment. Like, I really liked it that McCoy was annoying and snivelly the whole time. Like, that he sounded really awful and it reminded me of just like all the times I've been sick. Yeah. Yeah. Find a way to po- uh, spin that positive. Jackie's way. not a hater, dude. That's my challenge. No, she's not. But that's what I mean. Like, I challenge you to make that positive. But, all right. Uh, dude. All back right. to video game time, boy. All yeah, right. Fuck yeah. Let's Whew. go. Whew. Let's go. I almost just exited the call instead of stopping.